Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Yo, what's up? Hey, it's me, Derek, your host. Degenerate Derek Podcast. I'm back. Conference Championship Sunday. The season's almost over. Thank God. I shouldn't say thank God because... I act like with the season almost being over, like that's going to change things as far as like with Corona, because that's what I'm, you know, most upset about. I really hated this season just because it kind of sucks when you can't go into the studio with your gambling brethren and you got to do it all by yourself. And it's just like you're talking to a fucking wall and that shit starts to kind of drive you a little crazy. Like I see I make the comparison because it's not in any way. But, like, I could absolutely see why people go fucking crazy when they're in solitary confinement. Because that's kind of what I feel like with this podcast. Not Again, I don't want to compare, but I'm just saying, like, when you're by yourself in your own head with your own thoughts, it's, I don't know, it'll drive you crazy. I hate doing this podcast by myself. But that's not going to change just because of the end of the season. But hopefully by the beginning of next football season, Things could be back to a little bit of normalcy. I told you either last podcast or the one before that I will be continuing on, uh, even at the close of football season. May, you know, obviously because of you guys, because of your support, I had a really successful season as far as as far as downloads and subscriptions and stuff like that go for the podcast. So thank you for that. Not as successful with my picks. Not a terrible year. I mean, right now. I'm um, two games above 500. Daniel is, I believe, five. Yeah, he's three games ahead of me, so he's five games above 500. So, or no way, I'm one game above 500. Daniel's four. But same difference, still three games above, uh, three games ahead of me with three games to go. So, I still got some work, some ground that I got to make up. But I can do it. I can catch him. I could even technically, I could beat Daniel, okay? I don't want to go down, you know, a rabbit hole. Of showing you all these different scenarios, but I could technically still beat Daniel. It kind of looks like there's a possi- a big possibility we might tie, which, as Daniel told me the other day, that would be like kissing your brother. And I was like, well, I don't think that's how that saying goes, but, you know, whatever, Daniel. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, speaking of shout-outs, though, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, my boy Dan. Over at SA Craft Cruiser, he does like these. You know, you can go downtown and book a book a tour with him with all your buddies and go around and just get hammered and stuff like that. Obviously, his business has taken a huge hit with Corona, but you know he's a hustler. He's out there still doing his thing. He also does like real estate and stuff like that. But I went golfing with him the other day, and I didn't realize how much he's listened to my pod. He like he's listened to my podcast like every one of them for like the past like three years. Uh, good dude, good dude. I've talked to him a lot. First time hanging out with him in golf. I didn't realize what a great golfer he was. I think he shot like a 62 or something like that. It was, dude was nutty, nutty. But I want to give a big shout out to him though. Even though he told me I was fucking crazy for some of my bets that I'm doing this weekend. And a lot of people have told me that. So that's all right though. That's all right. 
I'm not no little bitch though, you know. I'm not just gonna follow the crowd. I'm gonna I'm gonna blaze my own path, if you will. Some crazy shit though coming out in the NFL. I'm recording this at like 6.30 Saturday night. Matthew Stafford demanding a trade. Some reports are he's going to San Francisco. Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. Reports are that he wants to be a Jet. I don't know. Nutty stuff going on. Big fight tonight between McGregor and Dustin Por- How do you say it? Poirier? Poirier? I don't know. I'm hoping McGregor goes in there and handles business, but I don't know shit about fighting. I only, you know, I'm a fake fight fan. I only, I, I'm gonna watch the fight tonight, but that's just because it's a major one. But the UFC puts on a lot of fucking fights. I feel like they have fights on like every day. It'll be like a fucking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it'll be like three nights of fights. It's like what the fuck. But congrats to them. That's awesome though. They have really expanded and and you know really had a lot of success. So. Shout out to Dana White on that one. But big fight tonight. I'll put a little bit on McGregor just because I'm a mark. I don't know shit, though, from what everybody's telling me. Poirier's going to win. I, I I don't know. I did see a weird interview the other day with Conor McGregor uh, <laughs> where, like, this poor kid was, like, trying to interview Conor. And he was, like, back in his locker room. And, like, Conor had his kids with him. And his kids were just, like, going ape shit. For like the entire time during the interview. And I just felt so bad for the kid who was trying to interview Connor. Because you could tell this was a huge moment for him. And Connor didn't give a fuck. Like didn't give a fuck. Didn't try to shush the kids one time. Didn't say, hey, let's go to a quiet room. Or, you know, however he talks. Like none of that shit. He was just like, they tried to power through the interview. It was fucking brutal. It was brutal. And then I started thinking like, Man, maybe Connor's head just like isn't where it should be with this fight. Like, is he coming into this? And and how could you not be? Like, if you, when you have that kind of money that Connor has, it's I don't know. It's just tough to get locked in on probably getting your face punched in. You know what I mean? That's got to be a a tough thing to do. I would really probably lax on my training. We'll see though. Can't wait. Moving on though, this weekend conference championship again. A reminder. Just when football ends, I will still be continuing this podcast. And that's thanks to you guys. Thanks to the huge amount of support that I had this year. Shout out to my sponsor, Blue Chew. If you need an enhancement for the bedroom, check them out. BlueChew.com, okay? Um, Conference championship weekend, though. couple big games. couple big storylines. Obviously, the biggest, I think. Uh, yeah, the biggest would have to be Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, I would say. The whole world is on the Packers. For some reason, everybody thinks the Packers are just going to destroy the Bucks. Like, this isn't even going to be a game. How, I don't know. Like, tell me who the Packers have beat that is so impressive this year. I'll wait, you know. Go for it. Go ahead and look that up. They they got their ass beat by the Bucks in the same season. So, just just FYI. And I think the Packers are a soft team. I think if you could punch the Packers in their mouth first, if you can deliver the first blow, you can you can put them in a in a tough spot. Like they don't know how to they don't know how to play against a team that's like, hey, you're not just gonna whoop our ass. They don't. I don't, I don't they just can't really do that. 
They're not built like that. And Tom Brady is the guy to come in and deliver that punch. And I can't wait to see it. And I'm getting three and a half points with the Bucks. <laughs> Give me the Bucks plus three and a half for Tom Brady and the GOAT that he is. And for, I don't even know, I don't know if it was Devontae Adams or who it was in the Green Bay locker room that said, you know, this is the to determine who the GOAT quarterback is in this game. Shut the fuck up. Like, even if Aaron Rodgers wins this game, you think that makes him the GOAT? Like, give me a break, dude. Give me a break. He wouldn't have even won the Super Bowl with this game. It'd just be the NFC champion. He would just be going to his second when Tom's won six, Aaron would just be traveling to his second while Tom has won six of them. Like, give me a, oh, my God. And Tom's 43 with a brand-new team. I mean, in my opinion, and I know people are going to fucking roast Tom if he loses his game, but, I mean, Brady's already done more than anybody thought he would even do this year. He's taking a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in like 20 years, and he's taking them all the way to the NFC Championship game, one game away from the Super Bowl, in a year where they didn't have any preseason, no training camp. I mean, come on. What he's done this year is incredible. The win last week against the Saints to end Drew Brees' career, incredible. Incredible. But... So I don't think this game, I mean, to me, Brady's got nothing to lose in this game. Aaron Rodgers has everything to lose in this game. Everything. Imagine what will be said about that man if he loses to Tom Brady. And maybe that's why all these bets are coming in on the Packers, because they just think like, hey, Aaron's got to come in so motivated. But I don't think y'all realize how motivated Tom's coming into this game because he wants to assert his dominance. He knows the storylines. He knows what will be said about Aaron. And he would love, love to insert his alpha male penis into this conversation. All right? He would love to end this. And I think he does. I really think that the Bucks come in there and beat the Packers outright. But I don't need him to beat them outright. I just need him to cover... Lose by a field goal, and I'm fine, okay? Daniel's on the other side because he's a cuck bitch. He's got Packers minus three and a half, okay? That's the only interesting game that we have this weekend because we're both on the Chiefs minus three against the Bills. The Bills are a really cute story, okay? They're, it's really cute how the media and the Bills mafia and all oh, this is so sweet and dandy and nice and... Oh, look at the Bills. I know that, you know, they had that where they lost four Super Bowls in a row, but come on, mighty Bills. Let's give it a run. <laughs> I'm over the Bills thing. Like, and the Chiefs will beat their ass. Minus three Chiefs. That's going to be my, my biggest bet of the I'm going to get down as much money as I can on that one game. Chiefs minus three, okay? That's where I'm at. Daniel's on that side, too. We are not Bills Mafia. I'm not. I'm already over Bills Mafia going through tables and getting cut ketchup on and all that other bullshit. Fuck the Bills. Fuck Josh Allen. Fuck Cole Beasley. Okay. 
Fuck them all. Chiefs minus three. You telling me Bills are going to roll into Kansas City and they're going to dethrone Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Tyron Matthew, Le'Veon Bell, Andy Reid? I don't think so. I don't think so, bud. I don't think so. Now, a lot of people are chirping, hey, Bills haven't covered a spread since like week five. True. That's very true. But the Bills also, or the Chiefs also haven't been in a game where they've only been favored by three points. Got to go back and look. Most of their games are favored by seven, eight, nine, ten points. So, yeah, they haven't covered a game since like week five, but they also haven't been a field goal favorite in a game in forever. So, Chiefs minus three, people do not understand. People are mis... Not misunderstand. They're they're not looking at the value you have with getting the Chiefs at such a low number. Not me, though, because I'm not a fucking idiot. So, I'm going Chiefs minus three. Now, a little bit of business between me and Daniel. I'm one game above 500. He's four. So, I'm three games back. So, if the Packers win... Because me and Daniel are on opposite sides in the Packers and the Bucks game. If the Packers cover the minus three and a half, season's over for me. Daniel will be crowned the picks champion for this season, which will be a humiliating loss to me. I mean, just for, uh, for me, I should say. Humiliating. Awful. The worst. But if the Bucks win, that will move me to one game back. Because Daniel's four games above 500, okay? I'm one game above 500. If I win, I would then be two games above 500, and Daniel would move back to three games above 500. So there would be one game separating us going into the Super Bowl. So that's how we could easily end in a tie and then kiss our brothers, as Daniel would say. But I'm going for the win, but I don't want to ride the bill. So I should go opposite on both from Daniel here, right? Because I don't know, but I feel like I can still win it if I just get close enough for the Super Bowl because Daniel's not going to know who the fuck to pick in the Super Bowl, and he's going to fuck that up. So I love this. I love that it's close. I just hope that I can somehow, if I can finagle a, a season victory out of this, Daniel might off himself. And I hate to say that, but it's true. I mean, he really might. This is like his whole life is trying to beat me. And he can't beat me. And so this would be huge for him. And as Dan, my buddy Dan over at SA Craft Cruiser told me, it would be, you know, one of the worst defeats he's ever seen in his life. To such a fat loser. And it's hard for me to not agree with him there. It's, uh, that was a dark place that I was in on the on the golf course when he said that because I really started to think about it like yeah this would be pre- pretty bad loss on my part but whatever I can't think about that I got to think about Tom Brady coming in getting shit done and moving me closer to defeating the cuck that is Daniel okay so once again I'm on bucks plus three and a half against the Packers Daniel's on the other side and Daniel and I are both on Chiefs minus three against the Bills okay those are my picks for this weekend I hope you guys enjoy the fights. I hope you guys enjoy the football. And uh, check back in next week as uh, we get ready. There still will be a podcast, even though the Super Bowl, I think, is two weeks. We're still going to have a podcast for next week.
because I'm going to, you know, go over some things that I'm going to start covering and a different direction we're going to start taking moving forward after football's done, okay? All right. Again, I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you next week. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously, The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.